Hi there, my name is Ruth Asara and you're welcome to Abba's Word Podcast, where we talk about the love of God, we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and we have faith to carry on from the Word of God. Matthew 11:28 28 says, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus is calling you to come. Every other week on Saturdays, we'll be posting new episodes here on Abba's Word Podcast. Be sure to tune in and fire your faith once again and let those feeble knees again be strong to walk in the love of God. God bless you. Hey guys, welcome back to Abba's Word Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again today. And we're going to be talking about something different today and I know you probably noticed something that you've not heard my soundboard or anything or that's because I'm recording with my phone right now and um, I'm gonna go go ahead and start the new episode for today and talk about it well this episode we're gonna be talking about was recorded um, when I went for a competition God laid it in my heart and it was like an impromptu episode and I feel like the Lord was talking to me to share it with other people, to share it on my podcast. Um, so, make sure you have everything you will need you need ready. Sit back tight. Have your seatbelt on. <laughs> and let's get ready to, you know, dive into the Word of God more. But before we get there, how have you all been? How has your week been? How is your spiritual life? How is your prayer life? How is everything? How is school? How is the family? How is practice? If you're an athlete reading this, how is how is your season been? How has everything been? Okay, before we dive into this um, topic for today, um, I want you all to know that at the end of every episode, if you're listening on Anchor or on Spotify, there is always um, a question that I ask, and you can feel free to respond to the questions and um just engage and let me know what you think about the episode let me know if it has blessed you or any of your contributions just anything you want to you know share and i'm definitely going to uh, give a shout out to you concerning any question or any contributions you make on my next episode once i read your comments in the question i ask or anything else you see on the question on spotify or on anchor wherever you are listening to um, this episode but like i said earlier sit tight relax have your seat belt on and let us dive into today's episode okay it's an it was an impromptu one i had i was not prepared so i didn't have my um soundboard or mic microphone with me or anything i recorded this in a hotel when I went for a meet so you might hear some little background noises but I mean, I'm so sorry about that but I know I needed to record this and you know put it out there for you guys thank you so much for always tuning in and listening let's get started hey guys Lately, the Lord has been placing things in my heart 
He's been teaching me what it means to be a soldier. Now, who, who exactly is a soldier? When, when we hear soldier, what's the first thing that comes to our mind? Someone in the army, right? Someone in, in the force, right? So, who, who is a soldier? What does a soldier do? Number one, we know a soldier serves. soldier risk his life or her life for something higher a soldier is at alert a soldier has to make sacrifices a soldier has to be selfless. A soldier is attentive. A soldier keeps guard. A soldier is not insensitive. A soldier is calculative. A soldier guards his territory. A soldier does not go to the battleground unharmed. A soldier does not go to the battleground without his gun or things to protect himself. A soldier is always ready. A soldier is strong. A soldier is prepared for battle even before the day of the battle comes. A soldier, even when feels tired, knows he cannot be tired. There is something that is that 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 is fighting for. A soldier does not stop until something has happened. A soldier does not stop until until he or she has fulfilled the course. A soldier fights till the end. Sometimes a soldier can even lose his or her life on the spot. What exactly am I driving at? And why is the Lord, you know, talking about a soldier, who a soldier is? If you ever, um, if you ever were in, if you ever attended children Bible study or children Sunday school, and you hear this, are you in the Lord's army? We need to know that as followers of Christ, we are soldiers. We are soldiers. We are in the army of God. We cannot be tired. A soldier trains even when it doesn't feel like it. So we pray even when we don't feel like it. A soldier has to be selfless even when he doesn't feel like it. A soldier has to forget what is behind and look at, press forward to what is ahead. Most soldiers lose their friends on the battlefield, but they know that they have to leave that behind and focus on the task. 
lots of we believers we've forgotten that we are soldiers and we let the situation around us define how we act in that in that moment where we have to stand the bible makes us understand it says stand firm in your faith it says if you do not stand firm in your faith you will not stand at all as soldiers of christ we have to stand firm in our faith if we do not stand we will not stand at all if we do not stand firm in our faith we will not stand at all there's a reason apostle paul said in in ephesians Ephesians chapter 3, when it all tells us to put on the whole armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6, where it tells us to put on the full armor of God. Apostle Paul didn't just say that because he was trying to, he, was, he didn't just say that as a, as a metaphor. Yes, others will see it as is, but I literally see it as, it's not just a metaphor anymore. It is basically who we are. We are soldiers. We are in the Lord's army. We can't get tired. We can't be weary. No. We can't let busyness and tiredness get in the way. When we are tired, we still pray. When we don't feel like it, we still pray. We still make sure that our altar is always on fire. That our life is never losing its fragrance. is never losing its salt. That our life is still tasteful. Our life still has that fragrance. Our altar is still burning. We cannot let our gates be unguarded. We cannot leave our gate unguarded. Just like how you will never leave your gate opened like all through the night. Because, because you know thieves can come in and steal your property. Why will you leave the gate of your altar open? Why will you leave it open? Morning devotions cannot do, cannot do all the whole work. You might say you had okay, you just had morning devotion and you live your life for the you just live your life like that for the rest of the whole day without sitting down and spending quality time to pray, to search the word, to pray in the Holy Ghost, to read edifying books that will help your spirit man. I know what it means to be busy because I'm a student athlete. I'm an athlete, so I understand, so we understand what it means to be busy. But we cannot keep using that excuse that I'm a student athlete. I have schoolwork. I have this. I have that. I have this. You cannot keep using the excuse of busyness. It's no longer an excuse. The enemy is using it as a tactic. That's what the enemy wants you to believe that you are busy. Meanwhile, the time you use to scroll on your phone, to scroll social media, you can use that time to pray. You can use that time to study the scripture you can use that time to build your intimacy and to build relationship with god you can use that time and lord the lord will meet you whenever you are ready to meet him it's high time you don't let the enemy begin to pull this pull this excuse of busyness anymore in your head a man must pray we have to pray the bible says that it says it says it says man men men ought to pray and not to faint there is a reason we have to pray we are we are not just praying because something wants something has happened or we are not praying we pray until something happens even when after it has happened we still pray pray whether it happens or it does not happen we still pray 
Prayer is the only way. Even Jesus still had to pray. Jesus being God, being the son of God, he still had to subject himself to prayer. Prayer is where we show our we, we show our humility. Prayer is literally where we submit our flesh to the things of the spirit. In the place of prayer there is an exchange. We exchange everything that our flesh has to give to take the things of the Spirit. The Bible makes us understand that Jesus prayed until his countenance changed. We have to pray until all that looks, until all that is in Christ is what looks, is, is, is all that is in us. The Bible says that as he is, so are we. But we will not get to that point, not until we have decided to put ourselves in the place of prayer and let him begin to walk in us as we pray. As we pray, our countenance is changing. As you pray, that pride falls. As you pray, those sexual immoralities falls. As you pray, masturbation falls. Pornography falls. Sin falls. You are literally taking out the flesh and bringing in the spirit of God to keep renewing your mind day by day by day by day. We are soldiers. We cannot get tired. It's okay to, sometimes we get exhausted, no doubt. But we know that there is nothing else that we can just do but pray. I know you will say, oh, your people are praying for you. It's not, the way people will pray for you is not as much as you, 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 you yourself will use your mouth to pray. There is something that prayer does. Prayer brings us in tune and in line with the Father. We don't only pray when you have a prayer point. Praying only when you have a prayer point, that is just the, the life of an unserious believer. That believer is really unserious. We have to stand up. We cannot keep being baby Christians anymore. And we have to stand up and ask the Holy Spirit to ignite the hunger for prayer. To ignite the hunger for prayer, we have to leave the crowd. We have to leave the crowd to chase the cloud. We have to leave the crowd to get into the cloud. To get into the cloud. To get into the cloud. We have to want that fire. For us to see a glory come, we have to be ready for the glory. God does not just give his... He does not... He, he, he does not... He does not give... God does not give a an assignment to someone that is not ready and capable to handle it yet. He's not an irresponsible father. Yes, he does not call the qualified. Instead, he qualifies the called. So in the process of, of, before he gives you that assignment, he makes sure that he has already worked something in you. He has worked something in you. You might not see it, but it's in the place of prayer that there is preparation. Something happens in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, we can never be the same. Something has to change. A hunger that has to stir up from your spirit. That you want to know this God all by yourself. You want to know him like there is no tomorrow. Like you want to pray like there is no tomorrow. You want to serve like there is no tomorrow. You want to study this word like there is no tomorrow. You want to spend all your life, all your all your mind, all your soul, all your body, all your spirit in the place of prayer. Sometimes we believe as we say, oh, I was really, I was confused. We're, we're confused. We don't know what to do. We don't know if we should do this or do that. Most times, the difference between confusion and clarity, there is a thin line. It's just 
difference between confusion and clarity is just more time on your knees interceding praying 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 until our countenance is changed we pray until everything that 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 is in Christ is in us we give ourselves to prayer as believers whatever does not edify our spirit man is not supposed to be around us or even in us or even what we hear or what what we see if it will not add any benefit or any profit to your spirit man why are you why 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 are you even indulging in it or seeing it or hearing it or, or, or no or listening to it in the first place soldiers are disciplined soldiers cannot just be anywhere at any time soldiers are disciplined they are strict they understand they are serious they are serious and that's what god has called us to be to be soldiers we are in the army of the lord we have the breastplate of righteousness. We have the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. Our feet is 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 rooted in the gospel of peace, of peace. And we have the belt of truth. This life is a battleground. This life is a battleground. It's in the place of prayer that we are empowered. It's in the place of prayer that we find help. The Bible says that we should come boldly to the throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy and find help in time of need. We should come boldly to the throne of grace. If you are not coming to it to the throne of grace, you keep running a race. You will keep running races that you will get tired of. It's calling you come is a daily invitation. He did not say, come tomorrow or come today, or only come now. He said, come boldly. It's only in prayer that we can prevail. We prevail in prayer. We prevail in prayer. And I pray that the Lord will keep giving you, whoever, whoever listening to this, a hunger for prayer. A hunger for prayer. A hunger for prayer. We don't just pray when we need things. Because Jesus prayed, we pray. Because Jesus loved, we love. Even Jesus got tired. And what happened? The Bible makes us understand. The Garden of Gethsemane in there. That the angels came down and, and they strengthened him. They strengthened him. So when you feel tired to pray, ask the Holy Spirit for help. Ask the Holy Spirit for help and ask Him to strengthen and to, to quicken you. And the Bible says that if the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that raised Jesus from the dead, dwells on the inside of you to quicken your mortal body, it quickens us to pray. That when you are tired, you are you 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 tell you tell yourself no. The Lord is my strength. I need to pray now. My body, soul, spirit, listen to me. I need to pray. This is my time for prayer. And you just begin to pray. 
you begin to pray. At some point during the prayer, your flesh, your body, soul, and spirit will be will align. Will align. It will align. It will align. But one thing for sure, do not stop praying. Do not let tiredness and busyness be the excuse. That's what the enemy wants you to think. Most times, I feel tired to pray. And when the Holy Spirit tells me to stand up and I start praying in the Holy Ghost, I realize that at 10 minutes, it's not like I was the tiredness I was feeling before. I'm not feeling that tiredness again. <laughs> That is the work of the Holy Ghost on our inside. The Bible says that for we know not what to pray, but the Holy Spirit makes intercessions for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. The Holy Ghost on the inside of us, there is a reason why Jesus gave us the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost will help us to pray, to help our infirmities. It will help us to pray. It will help us, for we don't know what to pray. But the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost makes intercessions for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. He says, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly, it will flow. If it does not feel like it will flow because the Holy Ghost is in you. But what you have to make the choice and say, I will, I will pray. I don't care, I will pray. It's not looking like how I want, I will pray. It's looking like how I want, I will pray. Everything looks fine, I will pray still. Everything does not look fine, I will pray still. No matter what, nothing is stopping my prayer life. If there is one thing the enemy wants to attack in the life of a believer is this prayer life. When you begin to see that your prayer life is going down, just know that you are, you are, you are under a very big attack. Because your mouth, is, your mouth is the greatest weapon that the Lord has given you. Aside from people praying for you, you praying and you knowing this God by yourself and opening your mouth and declaring what the word of God has said in the place of prayer is it, it, it is it is far greater than even people just praying for you because you know where it bites you. We pray until our countenance has changed. You cannot pray and remain the same. No, ha. You cannot pray and remain the same. It's not possible. There is something that prayer the, in in the in in the realm of the spirit while praying. There is an exchange. There is an exchange. There is an exchange in the realm of the spirit. You are a soldier, and I pray that your fire and your altar will be rekindled in the name of Jesus. That you will, you will not you will not you will not be a, you will not be a careless soldier. You will be a soldier that knows the cost. You will be a soldier that understands, that has counted the cost. You will be a soldier that stands even in the place of uncomfortability. You will be a soldier that, has, that, that is ready to accept training even before the battle. There are most of us right now that the Lord is literally tr- putting us in the place of training and we think that is the battleground. <laughs> I pray that the Lord will give us the grace to discern a, a, a time of training and a time of battle. So we will not be praying a battle prayer in the time of training and a training prayer in the, in the, in, in the, in, in the time of battle. 
that we have the spirit of discernment that we know when to stand up and attack and we know when to say father your grace is sufficient just like our apostle paul is said in second corinthians chapter 12 he says that three times he begged the lord to take this away from him but it was a thorn in his flesh and the lord said my grace is sufficient for my strength is made perfect for you in weakness Pray that the Lord will rekindle our altar of prayer. That as believers, we know that we are also intercessors. We are not just praying for ourselves. We are praying for generations to come. At least if you don't even want to pray for yourself, pray for your generation. If you don't even know what to pray for, even pray for me, girl. But do not leave your gates unguarded. Just like how you will not leave your 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 maybe a suitcase or a bag that has millions of dollars just like that anyway you guard it and for us to guard this fire that the lord has given us it's in the place of prayer most of us are asking the lord father give me fire the fire he gave you some years back what have you done with it have you rekindled it is it burning more is it are you fueling it more is it burning more we should not get tired. We should not get tired. We should not get tired. Pray until your countenance has changed. We cannot stop praying until Jesus comes. What we only know to do is to pray. We pray. That is how we prevail. We pray, we study the word, we fast. That is how we prevail. The enemy wants us to be wants you to believe that you are tired. No, you are not tired. You are not tired. <laughs> the spirit is willing, the flesh is just weak. But by the time you stand up and start lekoto sakarabada kabish kelebregeneske, by the time you begin to speak, you begin to pray, your spirit, your body, your soul will align. It will align. It will align. Just give yourself, just start. It will align. Do not wait for conferences to start before you pray. Do not depend on conferences. Depend on the Holy Ghost. What, what the Holy Spirit has been teaching me recently is because of you know travels and everything. And normally, I will, no doubt, we will get tired. We are humans. We feel we feel exhaustion. We feel tiredness. And I and I'm and I'm and I'm trying to pray. And I feel and I see that I am struggling. <laughs> but this is where the Holy Ghost comes in. And I begin to say, Holy Ghost, help me. Holy Ghost, help me. Holy Ghost, help me. I want to pray. Help me pray, Holy Ghost. Help me pray. Help me pray. I do not want to sleep. My flesh wants to sleep. I know I will still sleep, but not now. I want to pray. Holy Ghost helps me. Help me. You there is no day you ask for the Holy Ghost for his help and you know help him. Only if you don't really have a relationship with him. But our God is a God of help. This is just to encourage us. The Lord just laid it in my hands to say this. Do not stop praying. Pray until your countenance has changed. If there is something in you that does not look like Christ, deal with it in the place of prayer. Unless that thing will deal with you. <laughs> I think it was a week ago when we were coming back from a particular competition. And I love 
the fact that when I travel, especially when I'm up there close to God, <laughs> I mean just up there in the air, in the plane, the Lord speaks to me with so many with different things. Like when you grow, when you get closer to God each day, He speaks to you with anything. And He was telling me, He was saying, if you notice the plane, any little issue that the plane has, that plane will not fly. They must, they must make sure that that plane will not leave the... I don't know what they call it. So it will not leave the airport. It won't fly. Because they know, they know how much risk they, they are putting the passengers on if a plane that has fault ever leaves the ground. So what happens? Most times, you, whenever the plane wants to take off or the, the plane was set to leave at a particular time, what do they do? They delay the flight because they are trying to fix something. So the Lord was telling me that most times He has He has He has He has He has made us to fly. He wants us to fly. He wants us to get to higher ground. But there are some things that are in us that if they are not fixed, when we fly, we crash. So you you know what it is that is in you. You know what it is that is in you that does not look like Christ. It's in the place of prayer that you that the Lord begins to work on your heart. He begins to mold you and remold you. He begins to remove the things that are not of Him and implant the things that are of Him. It is in the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, that is where the exchange comes in god has made you to fly but because he loves you so much he can you cannot fly with that particular with that particular habit or attitude or character that is still indwelling on the inside of you it has to die it has to die before you can fly so that you will not crash And some of us, we could have been flying by now only if we decided to give ourselves to prayer to deal with that thing. To deal with that thing before it deals with us. We're supposed to be flying now only if we gave ourselves to prayer two years ago to deal with that pride, to deal with that masturbation, to deal with that sexual immorality, to deal with that particular sin. We could have been flying by now. But we decided to still wait. Now is the time to give yourself to prayer to deal with it before it deals with you. You might think there is nothing now. Do not let the enemy deceive you. Do not let the enemy deceive you. I pray that your eyes will not be opened to the deception of the enemy and be close to the light of what God has to show you. Do not let the enemy deceive you. Go in the place of prayer and deal with it. If it is pride, deal with it. If it is, if it is selfishness, deal with it. Ask the Lord to remove it. The Bible says that whatsoever that my heavenly father has not planted, it will be removed and uprooted. But it, can't, it cannot be removed and uprooted when you are just doing any other thing that apart from God. We have to give ourselves to prayer. We have to give ourselves to the sacred place. We have to be a soldier that stands our watch. The Bible says, watch and pray. Why will you watch and pray? Because the enemy roams about like a roaring lion seeking for whom to devour, which means that not everybody is devourable. He's looking for that person that he can devour. 
So do not make yourself a prey. Psalm 91 already tells us, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. How do you dwell? You dwell in the place of prayer. You dwell in the place of worship. You dwell in the place. You dwell there by walking in the Spirit. It is in the place of prayer you can discern. It's in the place of place of prayer that God can speak and show you the way. Only if you will give yourself to it. Only if you will give yourself to it. Lord Jesus, we ask that you give us the grace to keep our altar burning. Never let us leave our gates unguarded. That our gates will be guarded. Our gates will be guarded. We are not going to be a careless soldier. We are not going to be a careless soldier. But we are not going to be a careless soldier that will wait to receive training before we get into the battlefield. We will not come out of training too quickly. We will not come out of training too quickly. If you come out of training too quickly, on the battlefield you can be deformed. On the battlefield you might not survive. If not for the mercy of God. So dear believers, give yourself to prayer because you are a soldier. A soldier subjects himself to training each day. Whether there is a battle now or there is a battle maybe two years, maybe in two years time. A soldier subjects himself to training. Subject yourself to training. If this is, know, know when it is a training phase that the Lord is putting you in. And know when it is a battle phase and it's time for you to attack. It's in the phase of training. In the phase of training, that's where we are being molded. That's where we are being perfected. In the phase of training. And that training might not feel, it might not feel smooth. Hebrews chapter 12 already makes us understand. Understand. It says that, Hebrews chapter 12 says that, it talks about, it says that no training is palatable at that time. But very, very difficult. But at the end of the day, it yields a result of righteousness by those who have been trained by it. Only by those who have been trained by it. By those that not that, that are not trained by it cannot yield any result. And what does it mean to be trained by it? To stay. To stay in that training. That this training is, 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 a, is a suffering unto perfection. Is a suffering, is a training unto perfection. So in that training, I will pray. Out of that training, I will pray. In the battle, I will pray. But we are not going to leave our gates unguarded. I I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I pray the Lord will help us and He will keep reigniting the fire. And that when you feel tired, the Holy Spirit help you thank you so all thank you all so much for listening i pray that you'll keep staying fired up and keep burning for the lord and it will help you in jesus name amen 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 have a blessed blessed day